0: Brewing with Style is brought to you by Northern Brewer with fast shipping, expert advice, and all the ingredients and equipment you need to make the best beer possible. Visit them today at northernbrewer.com. This is the Brewing Network's Brewing with Style, hosted by Jamil Zanishef and Mike Tasty-McDole, along with special guest Jonathan Plizé. Now, here's Jamil. Hey,
1: howdy, hey, my Bruin brothers and sisters! Hey, everybody! Strictly illegal. <laughs> you know, you know, <laughs> using this microphone reminds me a lot of kissing JP on the lips. Uh-huh. Very, can you, can you very similar. Yeah, yeah, it's got that same light, delicate, fruity, uh, like his, like his chapstick. He does use a lot of chapstick. Though. Oh yeah, I'm just saying. That's it's all very. Very reminiscent of uh, JP. Now you can take them with you. <laughs> Wherever I go. <laughs> Wherever I, you want. I can just lube up with this. Uh, just like herpes. Microphone. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> <Chris. laughs> that that was funny, can.
2: Beef.
3: Yeah. Hmm. Sometimes. Gonna... Don't act so surprised. She's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just wow. Just like herpes. Yeah. Uh-huh. At least you didn't use the word Actually. Yeah, hey, that was actually funny. I get that a lot. <laughs> Smack. Uh, That's actually a pretty good painting. Yeah, thanks.
1: <laughs> well, you know, people are just surprised that you were able to accomplish things. Yeah, I got it. You know, He's <laughs> sporting that giant ginger beard now. He's looking good.
3: It's more of Look a the- giant ginger's too lazy to shave. <laughs> but whatever. Doesn't have a real job. <laughs> Right. <laughs> wow. Tasty.
1: Job. Job. No purpose in life. No. No future.
4: No. There's a lot of future.
1: Right. Hey, <laughs> yeah. yeah oh, you don't. Yeah. You don't have that not purpose. Do, to have a future. It. Not doing anything with it. I don't know. He might be the one to die before all of us. <laughs> Me?
3: Have you thought about that? Oh, oh hardly. Please. It's wishful thinking. I you don't and know. Justin would be long <laughs> decomposed. <laughs>
1: My yeah, grandchildren, know, stand in my grand- give me a reason why you think you would, you would live a long and healthy life.
3: Well, if you look in the mirror and I look <laughs> uh-huh. in the mirror, uh-huh. the visual doesn't lie. <laughs> I, 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 I <laughs> no, look, I'm not
1: saying why you think you'll live longer than me, I'm saying why you think you'll live longer than a year from now.
3: Oh, i mean, like in that I can get cl- like cleaned out by a bus when I step off the curb tonight. Is that is that what you mean? Yeah. Die of a heart attack, get a
1: stroke. You are a, you are I think a very aneurysm likely person. Why? Because I got like high blood pressure. Because is that it? Well, well, that and you tend to get a little a little worked up at times. I think a little you're 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 that that, that far away from a stroke. What do so you guys see, say? You get worked am up. I, am I, uh, I, I making I this up I hear, here? I'm I don't do that at no, it's just, uh Jesus. Yeah, maybe I could see. You uh, could see him popping uh, popping a vein in his head. I'm just saying, maybe actually. maybe you got yeah. genetically thin, you know, uh, vessels in your brain, well, and that, then. I You yeah. know, I could see it just like dropping one day. <laughs> Thanks. I, I'm more. I'm, just, I'm really glad that you put this much thought into that. <laughs> I'm just saying, I wouldn't be shocked if he's the first one to go. I'm everyone else I'm saying, would be. I'm saying with the death pool, we go. Oh, he died so young. Who who would have thought? And I'd be like, I kind of had an idea. I've been, I've been saying it.
3: It's on. It's recorded. I, right, I did say right. it.
1: Now, eventually I'll say that of all of you, and then when the time comes, I'll be like, see, I told you. I told you. I told you. Or or you can get, you could play back. He thought he would outlive
3: everyone. Look. <laughs> He was the first one to go. Who would have? Who would have thought? I'm a much more laid back than people give me credit for. I really. It, uh-huh. People think. Uh-huh. They, I mean, uh-huh. well, look, uh-huh. you get really uh-huh. into home brewing, and you're uh-huh. just passionate. Uh-huh. But I get into something, and I'm I'm really, really uppity. <laughs> well, what is that? I'm not allowed to have any passion about anything. Is that it? He's, you're an uppity ginger, he's, and he's, that's he's why. excited, he's excited about is, life. This Might. is why you know genetically.
1: I think I think you're you just uh, you don't have. You don't know have much to go with. I think that's. I think that's it. I think He's looking uh, healthy. I don't know, Jimbo. Yeah. See, know.
3: that's the thing. I look young for for my age, and right. people who look uh-huh. young live sure. longer, as a general rule. Oh. No. Yes, uh-huh. that's not arguable. Shit. No. <laughs> no, you're good. You look young too, Beve. We're we're good. Right. Look, right. these Beef guys. Is not mortal. It's,
1: it's like these people who go out. <laughs> I run
3: marathons, <laughs> or, and then they like they're playing tennis, and they drop dead. Yeah. Well, now <laughs> that you know? I that I don't do. I look young, but I don't run no triathlon. <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: See, I know a, how to walk the line. Right. nobody ain't, <laughs>
0: right. Let's not get crazy. Right.
3: <laughs> okay. Yeah. This is this is Jamil's. Like, uh, I wish uh, Scott just, was would die young. Therefore, Scott will die young. Uh, right. That's you're just no. wishing it to be so. I could make it happen. It's not a double negative.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's not you know.
3: Let's let's not let's not
1: push it here. If, if I wanted it to happen, I'm just saying. If you're murdered, does that count as dying young? Yes. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, then so then again. A little more likely to be
3: murdered than the rest of us, huh? Ah, now that I will give you. Yes. Yes. Right. Because I get so angry, not passionate. (laughs) Right. 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 Yeah, you'll be
1: be walking down the street in San Francisco, and some homeless guy will ask you for some change, and you'll go off on why he should get himself a job. And he'll shank me. Like you, who will tell him to go get a job. Right. And, With my beard and flip-flops. Right, and you'll be
3: <laughs> screaming at him, and then the guy will just, like, shut up, and he'll, like, cut your throat, right. and you'll be dead. And, and from beyond the grave, I'll argue, well, but he, he started, I mean, he came right. up to me, I didn't right. go up to him. Beyond <laughs> right. <on> the grave. <laughs> yeah. Why won't anyone listen to the logic? He came to me.
1: Right, I shouldn't be dead. Send them back. See, I'm just saying, you know, it's, uh, you know, it would have been nice knowing you, and, you know, who, who knows what will, what will happen. I, I, you know, I'm just thinking it, it, it could happen and we should all appreciate Scott now for what, well, you know, for, of for the, You're a good the man, Scott. wonderful friend he is you, and uh, here, uh, how good great luck. it is to have him here instead of just uh, not appreciating, uh, you know, <laughs> what uh, too many times we don't appreciate what we have when we have it. When it's gone, yeah. that's when all of a sudden it's like, oh, yeah, that's yeah, That's very yeah, yeah. true. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. Scott, you know, young as he is. I'm getting a tear, huh? As, as, as falsely healthy he thinks he is, <laughs> as falsely calm as he thinks he is, he could drop dead at any moment. And then he's gone and we, you know, there you go. And so... This, this is what I'm saying. We should appreciate stuff like the, the fine sponsor we have in Northern Brewer. Now, you do appreciate him even though he's not gone yet? That's right. What? Because, because hey, you never know. If we don't appreciate him now, they may be gone. That's right. This whole show will be gone. We'll have nothing. You guys will have nothing. So I would suggest to you. If you love what you have today, maybe every once in a while you ought to be thankful. Maybe every once in a while you ought to send an email to to the fine sponsors like like uh, okay. Northern Brewer and say, "Hey, I thought you were gonna say like a crematory or something." <laughs> 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 say, "Hey, Northern Brewer, thank I you for you for your Kickstarter for your funeral. your your inexpensive shipping. Thank you for your great customer service. Thank you for s- supplying us with all this wide range of fresh." And Diverse Ingredients and Equipment. Thank you, you know Northern Brewer, right for sponsoring uh,
3: this show. And keeping Scott fed and alive. Yeah, there you go. I don't know that if you guys saying. caught uh, Tasty saying just now that I should crowdfund my funeral. <laughs> right. I'm gonna, I wonder if we have done yeah, that. Do not time now. to do it, right? Might right.
1: Do that. Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd pay to see oh, you How would I'd, I'd <laughs> you there. Know, I'd, feel guilty of to see you it right? Jesus.
4: <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, oh, I'm just saying. That,
4: they must have a special fund... Funding. Uh, so I, I mean, just for that,
1: do you not all appreciate Northern Bergen? You're yeah, totally yeah. onto something else. Totally. See, you missed you missed my entire point. No, no, I totally appreciate them,
4: and uh, yeah, if they were gone, I'd be remiss. Yes,
1: yes, you'd uh, be you'd be a sad. I would miss be them. a sad sack. Yes. I'm just saying,
3: there there is a Kickstarter for funerals. It's called Graceful Goodbye. Graceful <laughs> <laughs> it's a crowdfunding site for funeral expenses. Launched in July 2013. <laughs> there you go. Right. Hats off to those guys.
1: Now, so, now, what happens? They hold on to the money until you're actually dead, and then they they cut it loose to you. I mean, how do you how yeah. do you, how do you get the money? And then, you know, how do the people ensure that you're going to die? I guess you're going to yeah, die in anyway, eventually. In some ways,
4: it's like a prepaid life insurance or something like yeah, that. Yeah, right, right. You get your.
1: You're, Get I don't know. I'm, I'm, thinking, get I I'm thinking I think sure. I could use this, too. I think we all should uh, we sign should up for this. it yeah. and see how, how we do on getting our, our funeral straight for it. Who's going to have the big the who's big who's going going biggest one? Mine's yeah. going to
4: acquire a big party. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. Tasty lot of the biggest one ever. Yeah, I've already got the My – I've given my heirs instructions about the dollar no. amount. Uh, I. You won't be paying for beer at my
1: party. Scott, I don't know. Casey's going to be mummified in his beard. <laughs> There'll probably be like... <laughs> yeah, it'd probably be cover charge. Covers. Yeah. There'll be like really short pores. There'll be like, you know, the the with their two fingers in it and go, here you go. And, you know. What about like the casket filled with like malt extract? <laughs> so you're like mummified in it?
3: <laughs> <laughs> his will be there filled be
1: with cas- or something. Would, that would totally dinner.
3: work. You know, I'll be uh, somewhere else. I've been to a funeral that was quite like a party. I mean, not not the actual funeral, part, like but funeral, yeah. once you got back to you know the, the house where like the wake, you know, and everyone eats the sandwiches. Uh-huh. But you no, know, it was like a, it was a full party atmosphere, mm-hmm. and uh, to the point, I've never said this to anybody before. Uh-huh. I actually did say on the way out to um, the bereaved uh, Sandy was her name and her husband I I said great party and I caught myself and I was like I'm so sorry but I I swear to God I I almost got through saying great party because that's what the thing felt like it was like a celebration of the guy's life and yeah that will be Tasty's for sure yes
1: for sure there you go all right uh, let's get down to business here. That was the
2: darkest <laughs> intro ever doing the show. Seriously.
1: so odd. <laughs> I'm going to have to drink a lot more to get my
2: buzz back. I, and I don't have, have a beer either. So long I don't have a beer before I
1: could segue to the, to the sponsor. Oh, I you had just, one. I just
2: couldn't find a... Yeah, yeah. You could, I mean, couldn't get a find an I just, to get it. I just, uh,
1: yeah. No, I... That was kind of smooth. <laughs> <laughs> smooth. That's like saying Scott's kind of Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> <It> wasn't
3: smooth. <laughs> yeah.
1: Don't so go to the mid East,
2: Scott.
3: There what about go. Israel?
1: Yeah, we well, see again. He, he'll he'll get get himself killed. He'll be like, "I'm going." God damn it! I I don't care that Iran is you know, and he'll he, show headed. up there and he'll be wearing like a yarmulke and he'll. Be, hey, it was like, our homeland like four thousand years right? ago. You so know, I'm I'm going back. See, I'm just saying, he's going to do something stupid to get himself killed. The rest <laughs> of see. us hmm. have learned, hmm. you know. I think I think we'll be fine. I'd make the argument you had to like the likelier Jamil, because you were oh, in a brewery,
2: easily, right? You're around a boil <laughs> kettle. You could fall in. Manway yeah. covers you're up there off like, like cleaning pigeon poop off your glycol system, exactly. probably without a rope. I'm just saying. Yes, <laughs> just saying. Still acting like the 30 year old he wishes he was.
1: <laughs> the young vixen. All right, all Excluding right. Excluding brewery accidents. <laughs> I think I think will live beer. a long life. You will. <laughs> you All right. Yeah. Uh speaking of beers, we're going yeah, I, how about a uh Northern English brown ale? Yeah, we're uh, talking
2: about that, aren't we? Yeah.
1: On that note <laughs> Tell us about Northern <laughs> will, English Brown. John. Yeah. This
2: is a great dark brown ale. Uh you know, you get a in the aroma you get some nutty caramel notes, light esters, you know, visually it's dark brown, you know, maybe some amber, red, ruby highlights. It's got a light tan tan head retention. You know, in the flavor, you get a kind of a nutty, malty sweetness, you know, from the caramel notes or flavors. Medium dry finish, toasty, biscuity, malty flavors, you know, with some low bitterness. Very little bitterness, more a malt-forward beer. You know, very cl- clean, subtle ester profile. You know, overall, it's just, you know, it's a session of brown ale. Low gravity, 1040 to 1052 gravity, 20 to 30 IBUs. You know, finishes around ten oh eight, very dry. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's your English brown. Uh,
1: Have you ever had it in the can, John? (laughs) Going back like (laughs) eight years here, yes, I have. You've had it in the can, Newcastle in the can, man. That's the best. Newcastle in the can, absolutely. Yeah. Six six um, pack of that, I'm.
2: I'm not even buzzed. I mean, it's only four point two percent that beer. Well,
1: and uh, so a lot of times there's confusion between the brown ales of England and. people assume the northern ones are the darker ones because i don't know why they think well north colder darker i don't know the northern ones tend to be lighter in color of the brown ales and the southern ones are much darker in color those are the darker ones the northern are lighter so northern you know newcastle a lot of people have seen newcastle in that clear bottle yeah That's a, it's a you know a good indicator what the color of a northern english brown is might be a little darker than that um in some instances but uh you know generally a pretty uh balanced uh, not a lot of hop character at all um you know easy drinking a little bit of caramel a little bit of nutty and all that um uh nice uh easy drinking beer i, I i'm this is a, one I'm of your fan.
2: beers that you used to brew as a
1: homebrew a lot i did both
2: you did uh, with this beer.
1: i did all the english styles and uh the one that i i got a lot of uh, gold medals with in the nationals was the uh, southern okay the southern that was uh, uh, a much more tricky one to uh, i'll tell you it's nearly impossible to find examples of southern english brown hmm. good opportunity
3: for a brewery there
1: there you go intent I know. And, and
3: award-winning recipe right in a, in yeah. one of those books yeah even even Northern is getting kind of hard. I mean, there's the, you know, the staples. Like, yeah, uh, you had to, like, walk to the fridge and find one. <laughs> right. <And laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> hey. no, it, was, it was the far double fridge. It wasn't even the closest right, one. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. No, go. I mean, I mean, other than, um, you know, the Sam Adams and the uh, Sam, or I mean, uh, uh, what is it, uh, Sam Smiths.
1: Uh-huh.
3: I mean, Newcastle, in, in the Newcastle. There's, there's I find Rick Welter
1: at, uh, at uh, BevMo and uh, Witchwood Hobgoblin at BevMo. And Sea Woes. Yeah,
3: well. You also I, didn't see the uh, Alesmith in your, uh, yes, in your, in your refrigerator, our own refrigerator. So. I, I wish there were more, more uh, examples, just in general. I mean, I, just, I yeah. wish uh, contemporary breweries would make examples. It's a great style.
1: Yeah, there's such a, uh, a, a rabid focus on uh, hoppy beers now in the U.S. that, uh, you know, people are just ignoring all these fine styles, and they're kind of uh, missing out, I think, on, on a lot of great beers. Yeah, so, a but, lot of opportunity time. All right, let's do this. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll get into uh, Northern uh, English Browns after this.
0: You're listening to Brewing with Style on the Brewing Network.
5: And now, Northern Brewer presents What If Homebrewers Ruled the World. Ladies and gentlemen, if you'll follow me, I will lead you into the gallery area. Now, the first piece up for sale today is a Jameel Zena Chef original, a bottle of 1997 vintage Evil Twins. A bidding for this one-of-a-kind piece will start at 7,000 pounds. And if you'll continue to follow me, ladies and gentlemen, I can show you a rather abstract piece from Bay Area brewer Justin Crossley. It's a German Doppelbach entitled Justin's Giant Bach. The brewer's notes here indicate that this beer had excellent (laughs) mouthfeel. That's just a crazy dream. customer service and a selection of home brewing goods for
0: the future. For nearly 40 years, one organization has had your back, the American Homebrewers Association. Are you a member? Why not? Join the more than 40,000 brewers who enjoy all the American Homebrewers Association has to offer, like Zymergy magazine in print and online, plus the Zymergy app. Zymergy is the leading publication for amateur brewers around the world. Supporters also get member deals at their local breweries, bars, and homebrew shops. These alone quickly pay for your membership. You'll also get great member-only resources at homebrewersassociation.org and access to AHA events like the National Homebrewers Conference and the National Homebrew Competition. The American Homebrewers Association promotes the hobby of homebrewing, protects the interests of homebrewers, and brings beer lovers together become a member today it costs less than a batch of beer and gives back so much more visit homebrewersassociation.org your support of the brewing network means everything to us we couldn't produce shows without you and we love giving you something extra for that support like Attention, homebrewers. If you like making labels for your handcrafted awesomeness and wish more people could see how great you are, then check this out. Tag, the makers of custom reusable labels, and craftbeerandbrewing.com are hosting the first-ever National Homebrew Label Awards. The top ten labels will be featured at the 2015 National Homebrewers Conference in San Diego to more than 5,000 attendees and more than $2,500 in prizes you'll be awarded. If you created a label at any time in the past year, you're eligible to enter. Grog Tag and Craft Beer and Brewing have teamed up with great sponsors like More Beer and the Brewing Network to make this competition a great one to enter. Submit your entries between March 1st and June 1st for your chance at fortune and glory at homebrewlabelawards.com. That's homebrewlabelawards.com. Submit your label entries today. Good luck, and we'll see you in San Diego. back to Jamil's Tasty and Blise. It's Brewing with Style.
1: All right, we're back. We're talking uh, Northern English Brown Ale during the break. We're talking it. We're talking it. We're drinking it. We're feeling it. Smelling it. Smelling it. We're squealing it. We're alive Um, and well. Yeah uh yeah, let's see here um uh, during the break uh, scott has uh, procured, procured through a uh, great effort uh good job scott <laughs> three classic examples of the style one is uh, sam smith's nut brown ale another one's uh, newcastle brown ale and the ale smith uh, nut brown uh, nautical nut brown from all three uh, from san
3: diego classic examples
1: on the they uh, are on the all three room? listed in the classic examples yes uh, we, uh, tasted them during the break and, uh, Scott, why don't we start with you? Why don't you, uh, steer us astray? I mean, why don't you give us your, uh, your,
3: your very, very relevant comment. Yeah, your very relevant comment. I was going to say, I still have to pull a, a Jamil, huh? For, uh, for the huh. session to use as a drop, uh, and on myself. It's a long pause right. and then, huh? huh. uh well of these three the ale smith is my runaway favorite and i Uh i suspect it's it's got to be like the closest example to the style of these three that we have in front of us it tastes easily the freshest it's the only one that doesn't smell like butterscotch fruit it smells roasty and it tastes nice and uh nutty and it's got a good malt character uh it's not sweet at all though um just a really fantastic beer. Man, I this is, like, right up my alley. Love it. The other two, I mean, I, I have to assume that it's, like, age or... Mostly, age. I have to guess age because, you know, the guy at um, at Monument where I go and get some of these beers, he was like, you know, these things haven't... I, I don't stock a lot of examples of this style, let alone classic examples, because people just don't buy them that frequently. Mm-hmm. And so reasonably one could assume they might have been sitting there for a while. They just don't move. And you can kind of taste it. You can smell it. The The Newcastle mm. tastes um, sort of butterscotchy. It smells like it. It tastes like it. And the, um, the Sam Smiths is like kind of fruity. I kept tasting it going, ah, i come up with something better than that. But I just kept thinking vanilla fruit. It smells like it. It tastes like it. I f- if I had these and didn't know what they were, there's no way I would guess they were brown ales. And there you go.
1: All right. So these are English brown ales, Northern English brown ales. All right, <laughs> this uh-huh. be the one time I pick on Scott. I think a lot of your flavor descriptors are actually to style.
2: I, really? They're supposed though, to be fruity? Slightly. You want some ester profile in there. You want, you know, you want some toffee. You want that maybe a hint of butter. Maybe you're confusing. It. It's not diacetyl, but it can come across like caramelly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, how I get that pronounced in the Newcastle. Yeah. And that's to style. Huh. So <clears throat> it's my two cents. Um, I like the Newcastle's body. You know, it's it's dry. It's clean compared to the other two. I don't. It has the driest finish and the most clean malt perception. I would say. But there's that funky skunk note you open from the bottle. It kind of goes away after a while. That's okay. Sam Smith, you can tell is probably good when it came here. (laughs) But not to the studio, you mean. Exactly. This country. This country, I meant. <laughs> but it has some DMS aftertaste. This hemisphere. This hemisphere. This continent. Uh, the esters are a little oxidized. I'm getting you know, some fusel alcohol in it. It's a little too bitter, too, in the aftertaste. Uh, the Ale Smith, awesome aroma when you approach it. Great malt profile, really malty. The only t- thing I don't like is it's got a little too much of a roasty aftertaste. It's kind of too roasty. So I would probably, you know, lean more towards mm-hmm. Newcastle.
4: Tasty. Tasty. Mm. <laughs> 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 I was avoiding saying, huh. You're a yeah, well, somebody I can say it Okay. Yeah. Sure. Um, I haven't traded my beer yet. I really, really <laughs> like the Elson's beer. It tastes great. Uh-huh. It's fresh and uh-huh. interesting. It's just not a very good example, in my mind, of a Northern English brown. Uh, I, I can taste all that character in the other two beers. It's just they're not clean, you know, so mm-hmm. kind of hard to pick them if they're not clean. But, uh, you know, if I was uh, given, you know, if I was at the bottle shop and given the choice of these three beers, I'd probably go ahead and and, uh, and choose the Sam Smith's, you know, thinking that, that's, think that's going to be the best one and figuring the Newcastle is going to be skunked. Mm-hmm. so not get that one, and I wouldn't get the ale Smith because I figure it's gonna look quite the style I'm looking for mm-hmm. so anyway, I got Sam Smith first and uh L. Smith second Newcastle third
1: hmm. yeah, you know I agree with a lot of the comments that uh, were said with the exception of Scott's comments uh I agree with a lot of the comments that were said um yeah so i, I think the Smith is the the freshest. Beer, um, a little bit on the roasty side, and you, you know, Scott, you said, "Oh, you can smell the roasty." You shouldn't in this style. Hmm. Roasty is more for the southern brown. The northern brown not necess- shouldn't be roasty, caramelly. Um,
4: even some diacetyl would be acceptable,
1: right? And hmm. it, it even says in the the style guides, uh, uh, some fruity esters can be present. Low diacetyl, especially butterscotch, is optional but acceptable.
3: Do you think these two examples we have in front of us are at acceptable levels of either of those things? Uh, I thought the Newcastle certainly was. Hmm. The
1: issue I have with the Newcastle is it's skunky. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, it's just once once the skunky blows off, it's actually it's not so bad because you know it's English ale should have some you know yeast character, some fruity yeast character and. And you know some of those 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 flavors and that malty that English malty and the yeast character should be there. You know, without it, it becomes an American ale. Hmm. And that's the, well, yeah, my it... <clears throat> kind of my ding on the on the ale smith is it's missing that English ester character. Hmm. I mean, it's very it's too clean. You know, it's it's a, a a touch too roasty. I could forgive it on the roasty thing. I could go well. You know, it's close. And then, you know, on the too clean, it's like, ah, you know, if it had a little more some English ester character, then I'd yeah. be all over it. And if it, you know, it's that touch of roast, it's pushing, it's kind of on the boundary there. So, but it's a nice beer. It's a great beer. Uh, it's, it's probably my favorite. If, if we were to drink yeah. one, I'd drink the Alesmith, yeah. you know, hands down. Um, and I love the Nautical Nut Round. It's one of my, probably my favorite Alesmith beer that they make. Of all their beers, when I'm down it's there, really good. I get myself the uh, Nautical Nut Brown every yeah, time. So I've, I've always I I enjoy it by the by the bucket loads. Um, the Sam Smiths, it's it's aged, it's oxidized, it's it's you know it's become a bit raisiny. So those fruity esters that are prevalent in the English beer have have turned you know to that raisiny pudding kind of. Uh, whiny, a little bit wine-like, wine-like in the room. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's still, you know, I think, um, Jonathan, you were saying a little too bitter. I, I don't think the bitter is too high in the Sam Smiths. I think the bitter is is quite low in Newcastle, more and more so. Um, you know, for style. Uh so there's reasons. <laughs> You know,
3: all <laughs> on on all of them. Do you think that the uh, the uh, the the two examples that is not the ale smith is making the ale smith seem even more roasty than it already is? You're like it's like really pronounced uh, against these other two that are sort of like no. you know fruity, whiny forward. No, well,
4: eh. certainly that's going to affect it. I mean, something that's low in something compared to I something the, that has a moderate amount might you know.
3: true. I mean, now. nutty is okay. Um and is this how the Ailsmith always tastes too? And if so, why does yeah. it make that, that style guide? It's too. Ah, yeah, I, I know, it. I know. It's all um, true. But
1: uh, no, nah, it's just it's a hair too roasty. And, you know, it could be just this batch because the maltsters, I mean, we'll get in the same grain from the same maltsters. And then I've noticed this in our beer. Sometimes it's, it's just a hair roastier than it was before. And I'm like, well, we didn't change anything. It's got to be that batch of malt is just slightly roastier. And now it's pushed it to where I notice it. And the same thing might be true of the Ailsmith. Because normally I don't uh, I don't notice it as being roasty.
2: I just get the roasty aftertaste.
1: Yeah, it's 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 a little bit roasty. It helps this, the dryness, example. So. Yeah. so it shouldn't be. So that's, you know, that's a ding against that there. But it's... By far the best beer on the table for drinking-wise, drinking, drinking wise, right? Absolutely. no that. Yeah, <clears throat> we, we have a pint of that. Um, yeah, I'm torn. I'm torn. What, what, now, what you had first is Alesmith. Right. And Newcastle second? Yes. Sam Smith, yes. You had Newcastle, Alesmith, Sam Smith. Correct. You had Sam Smith, yeah. Alesmith, Newcastle? Right. So everybody's <laughs> had a different... <laughs> wow. Yeah. Ah, yeah, well, that just goes to show you. All right, so uh, as much as I like the Smith, uh, I don't want to agree with Scott. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. But on the other hand, if I uh, if I agree with John, I'll hurt Tasty's feelings. If I agree with Tasty, oh, I'll hurt John's feelings. I don't know. I'm just so torn. Yeah. Are you going for style or best beer on the table? Best beer on the table, I'd have to go Smith. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Most to style. Um, well, I mean, I would say that, you know, the, the age in the Sam Smith isn't to style and the skunkiness isn't to style in the Newcastle. If it was Newcastle in the can, if you had brought it in the can, gave it to me in the can, and I could have had it in the can, I think the Newcastle would have taken it in the can. I mean, by far. Newcastle in the can. I mean, really? Can? 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 Yeah. can. <laughs> have you had? Have you had it in the can? Newcastle in the can?
3: No, I have not had it in the can. <laughs> that was my best uh, Jamel imitation. the yeah, there you go. Did I sound like you? Yes. Okay, good. Pop
2: grenade has a can.
3: Do we have cans of it? Get out <laughs> no, of town. No, I the other. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Like, dude, you have it in cans in your own fridge, man. <laughs> yeah, it, it you, would, would've, would've been you went can. to Monument and bought a bottle. Right. Yeah. A clear bottle on, on that. <laughs>
1: I don't know. Um, has what I said affected any of your impressions?
3: Yeah, mm. definitely. No. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. It, <clears throat> it's affected my, uh, of of the, the Newcastle, just hearing um, mm-hmm. that the, the Esther thing can be to style. Because, yeah, honestly, I mean, me a year ago, you can imagine me saying, like, yeah, it's got, like, fruitiness, but I find that to be, like, all right. I, it's, but mm-hmm. I've been, like, uh, it's been hammered into me, like, fruitiness is not des- a desirable <laughs> characteristic generally. Well, it I mean, especially on the in like a beer like right, this, right. you know? Yeah.
1: And here, yeah, you're, almost pig. always in English styles, you're looking yeah. for some fruitiness. Absolutely. Almost English always. English IPAs. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's a necessary. All right. Well, based off of that, I'm going to agree with Scott. I'm going to go with Alesmith as number one All because right. uh, wow. he was the only one who said, yes, uh, m- my comments actually... He actually listened to them and got something from them. The rest of you are like, no, 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 no. But you said, no. I, in one I ear, know, not I the own. other. Yeah, I just want to drink. <laughs> I told you well, so. You know, Smith is the clear winner uh, in our in our showdown <sighs> here of All the right. of the 3 styles. Damn. Feels good. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this smile on Scott's face. He's oh, yeah. a winner. All you got to do is agree with me. You'll be a winner. <laughs> that's, that's how we work things winner, at the winner. brewery. That's so how it works. Right. Whoever agrees with me is right. Right. And employed. Yes. (laughs) There you go. All right. Let's do this. Let's uh, take a short break, and then uh, when we come back, we can uh, talk uh, about uh, recipes. Ooh. Sound good? Ooh. All right. Let's do it. Back after this. BN Army, I'm here to talk seriously for a second. You all are partially responsible for something explosive, and it's time you answer for it. Moonlight Meadery is
6: exploding. Yeah, exploding across the country. Wait, they just landed in Australia with insane quality meads.
5: With nearly 70 different varieties of mead on the market, Moonlight Meadery has blown up the mead category and completely reinvented it.
6: Seriously? What? Seriously. What? You're paying money for that watered-down mead when you could have a Moonlight Mead?
5: Moonlight Meads explode with quality and flavor.
6: They're a party in a bottle. Did someone say party?
5: If you want need and want the best, you want needs from Moonlight
6: Meadery and will accept nothing less. And now get 15% off by going to MoonlightMeadery.com forward slash army and use coupon code army at checkout. Hey, sign me up for that party.
0: A few things happened 30 years ago. ARPANET migrated to TCP/IP, and the Internet was born. Revenge of the Jedi was renamed Return of the Jedi and opened in theaters. Mila Kunis and Emily Blunt were born, beginning a rat fantasy in my mind. But all of that pales next to the fact that HopTech opened its doors and began blowing homebrewers right out of their mash tuns. HopTech doesn't fuck around. Real people shipping awesome shit straight to you. Their new website is fast and easy to navigate. Or just call 800-379-4677 and let badass bitch Jade and the gadget guy Roberto blow their warm load of customer service all over you. So visit the site or visit the store in Dublin, California, and support those that support you. Get your brewing on at hoptech.com. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! Do you like beer? They make beer. Watch out! Do you like friends and fun? They make friends and fun. Watch out! Do you still like to have a good time? Watch out! This advertisement is not in any way affiliated nor associated with the Twenty First Amendment Bar and Pub, nor its subsidiaries or affiliates. This telecast is not copywritten by the Twenty First Amendment for the private use of the Brewing Network. Any use of this telecast without Jamil Zanishev's consent is prohibited. Saka JP. You're listening to Brewing with Style on the Brewing Network. Now back to Brewing with
1: Style. All right, we're back. for talking uh, Northern English brown ales. Cheers. <laughs> you know what also is very cheerful is some of the other shows on the Brewing Network. I don't know if you listen listened to any of them, but... Yeah, it's a sour hour, huh? A sour hour? I mean, the, the ever lively, entertaining, informative, and lovely Brew Strong... Yeah. Who's on that? <laughs> Me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Me. Palmer, right? Me, oh, Palmer. Yeah. The <laughs> Palm Uh No, lots of, lots of great shows. Uh, you know, you don't just need to listen to this one. You can go ahead and branch out. Try a couple of them other shows. They won't yeah. hurt you. And they're all free. You Dave, know who we, free is dot com.
3: You know who we had uh, on the uh, last Sour Hour? Um, sort of a surprise guest. Uh, Rudy, the head brewer for Rodenbach. Was in studio with me and Jay. There you go. It was a good time. Right? Yeah. Where yeah. else can you hear that guy uh, sit down with uh, the likes of me? I know. I mean, I just... That <laughs> must <Jay>. have been... <laughs> ra- oh, who? If, 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 <laughs> don't, forget, yeah. don't forget Jay. If...
1: If Jay wasn't there, I've, it must have been a riveting conversation.
3: <laughs> it was amazing. Was we played that uh, there was a, a talk that Rudy had given at the uh, CBC in 2012, uh-huh. uh, and uh, Chad Jacobson of uh, Crooked Stay Fame and Jay uh, tried to uh, get up and ask him questions during the Q uh-huh. and A uh, portion, and Ru- slapped him in. Rudy yeah blew him off, totally didn't answer him. <laughs> uh, you know, like uh, I don't reveal that next, and to the great delight of the audience, which is cracking up, and the whole thing was recorded. Because he's talking talking to 600 people. And so uh, we played it uh, on the show, sort of kind of Uh ambushed him with it. And, hey, remember Mm -hmm. this? And uh, you totally blew him off. And it was funny to hear the audience laugh. And I was like, Mm -hmm. "Uh, yeah, you know, Jay and uh, Chad are sour beer rock stars now. How do you feel, Rudy? And he was like, I'm still not saying. (laughs) Good man. There you go. Well, uh,
1: I'm I'm always a a fan of uh, Brewers just uh, open kimono. Yeah, you yeah. have the information be. out there. It's easier, you know. <laughs> it is easier. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. Fully, not like... problems when you work for somebody they get they get po's sometimes when you, right. well, there you give away you. the recipes, even though they don't mean much.
1: Speaking of giving away recipes, uh, mm. let's. Uh, you have not brewed a Northern English Brown, I'm assuming, Scott.
3: No, uh, we did do not, th- not an English brown, brown. No, we did do a Brown Ale on uh, my dad's Pico <laughs> Brew the other night. Right. Had the first Pico yeah. Brew experience, but yeah, it was it was not an English Brown.
1: Ah, there you go. Okay, so you're out of the out of that, uh, uh, John. I, I know you've you've brewed a Northern English brown. Yes, yeah, I, I brew a brown ale every year,
2: English base. Uh-huh. My recipe would be for five gallons. Uh, I would nine pounds of Maris Otter. You got to use yeah. Maris Otter. All right, 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 You Need that English malt base flavor. Yep. I would do about a half a pound of Special Roast, mm-hmm. and then an eighth a pound of Victory, mm-hmm. or less. It depends how much victory influence you want. Uh, and then a half a pound of pale chocolate.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And then I like to add a little bit of Munich in it. Mm-hmm. Maybe a half pound to a pound to kind of give it that creaminess, that better head retention, kind of a step, a little bit more body to the beer. And I would do East Ken Goldings hops all the way through, you know, mm-hmm. one and a half, two ounces. And I would use our British whole five yeast. I tend to like the British over the English. British tends to always have a little bit of a... It flocculates out well and also has a really cool, cherry note, I would say. There's, mm-hmm. a, there's a really clean ester
4: profile in that, that yeast.
1: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So, that's, okay. my, that's my beer. Uh, tasty, how about you? Anything?
4: No, uh, Northern English Brown would not be a
1: style that I would uh, mm-hmm. have brewed. Uh, for me, I, my recipe is uh, strikingly similar. John. Um, I go, uh, you know, 9 to 10 pounds of uh, Maris Otter uh, English Pale Ale Malt. I think, again, that's, that's vital to getting that rich malt mm-hmm. character. Um, I go with um, Special Roast Victory Pale Chocolate. Um, I do like a three-quarter pound Special Roast, mm. uh, which is about a 50 love, and it's kind of got some crystal kind of character to it. I do uh, half a pound of Victory. And I do uh, a quarter pound of pale chocolate. Oh. In the style guide, they say chocolate malt. Um, I think chocolate malt is too roasty mm-hmm. uh, for, and you know, will give you too roasty a character. Pale chocolate will give you more of the nutty, dark, toasty biscuit. Kind of character, what's the level on pale? Like pale chocolate tends to be, you know, from you know, 180 up to, to 300. Okay, uh, I always when I was getting it before, it was always around 200. So, um, the, the lightest color chocolate otherwise you find is like 300, 350, um, and most of them are in the 400 to 600 range. So, you don't want to use chocolate because you can find chocolate malt that's 550 yeah, level on. And you throw that in, and it's going to be way too roasty. Yeah. You're looking for pale chocolate, around 200 level one. Um, but I also throw in some crystal malt. Crystal 40, I think it's important to giving mm. it a little bit of that sweet crystal malt background, uh, like the Newcastle has, the Sam Smith has. Um, and I'll throw in a half pound, uh, maybe as high as a pound, you know, 5 10% on that crystal malt. Uh, you don't want to overdo it with all that, you know. Um, it's a balancing act. Uh, you still need it to finish dry enough. I also like Kent Kent Golding hops in this uh, East Kent Golding. Um, I'll use one point two ounce, thirty four grams, uh, at sixty minutes, and then uh, a half ounce, fourteen grams, at uh, uh, you know five minutes before the end of the boil. Um, you know, assume five percent alpha acid on this. I've used uh, a lot of the uh, White Labs London, uh, the 013, and the Y-East uh, 1028, the London Ale. Those are good. Um, you know, a lot of them, the The 002, I used a lot of that too. But most of the time, you know, too clean, too much on the clean side. You know, more like the Alesmith uh, version. And the more and more I like to get a much richer English yeast character and presence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One thing I really love is the West Yorkshire yeast from White oh, East. Yeah, oh, man, I tell you, that's that's got a flavor to it. Really just reminiscent of great English, you know, fermentation. And I really like it. Uh, the guys from uh, McLeod were using that. Oh, I thought that was great, great beer. And uh, so, you know, right now, if I was to brew an english ale i'd be like grabbing for the west yorkshire what that's, that's if, the my favorites yeah
3: what if you were to uh use something like a clean like two, but then deliberately stress it to create esters
1: nah that's never And you know, i you know people suggest this all the time oh can i do this and you know what you end up with is you know sulfur and you know you, you end up with uh not good fermentation you know lacking in attenuation or other off compounds because it doesn't just produce the the fruity esters it produces a whole slew of other compounds and problems so that's a common question um but i think it's it's never the really the right approach um and sometimes uh you know especially belgian strains people like oh well you know if you're not stressing it enough it's like well I prefer to pick a different yeast than to abuse the yeast and end up with a less than ideal fermentation. You always want the fermentation, I think, to be ideal, and then I think it's always going to be the best. You're going to get a great finish in it. You won't have off compounds, things like that. Uh, mash temp 152 Fahrenheit, uh, 67 C, and then uh, you know, fermented around uh, you know 68 Fahrenheit, 20 C. Uh, Pretty straightforward.
4: What about water profile? You know, as I drank the uh, the Alesmith beer, I thought I could benefit from, like, uh, softening of the hop character. Uh, maybe a little more chloride uh, mm-hmm. presence and uh, less sulfate or
1: something like that. Well, chalk or something? Yeah. Or? yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. yeah,
4: just, you know, calcium chloride instead of calcium sulfate, maybe. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, that'd be yeah. pretty typical of an English style beer, right? You want to create that, yeah, yeah. Kind of malty, I, I agree. Uh, soft yeah. malt character, right?
1: Well, and a big part of it is, um, you know, if you ferment with uh, you know the English ale yeast versus like Cal ale or something like that, you get a um, much maltier beer. I mean, it's it's surprising. We were talking about this uh, at our brewery today. And uh, somebody was saying, oh, you know, um, does it really make that much of a difference? Don't you just get a little bit of, you know, fruity esters? I'm like, no, 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 no. The, the English ale yeast will turn out a much maltier, richer tasting beer and less hop character. And the, the, you know, Cal ale, you know, all this, this clean American yeast will really reduce that malt character down and, and the hops will pop a lot more. Mm-hmm. Same word. All well, you're doing different yeast, and it's, it radically can affect uh, the perception of malt and hops. That's why, you know, they'll say in the style descriptions for the yeast, they'll say, you know, accentuates the hops or, you know, good for hoppy beers, good for malty beers. Right. That's what they're talking about. You know, it really – and, I mean, how that all works, you know, it's not just a matter of attenuation – um, but that is, you know, a part of it, and the English yeast t- tend to attenuate less, um, and more attenuation tends to make hops pop more. But, um, you know, it's interesting. There's there's certain well, yeah. effects.
4: The yeast are, you know, they're an organism, and uh, they may, uh, as a, maybe I could generalize, that maybe a, a clean yeast might uh, have a tighter filter, so if you will, more... Uh, Strips more of the malt character, whereas a say an English uh, yeast might just let leave leave that intact, not hmm. not bother that as it looks for uh, fermentables.
1: Has
3: heritage different? Has heritage done a brown ale? Uh, have we? I can't think of one. <laughs> Dave Jamil's seriously yeah. considering this. I don't know. You yeah, should. I don't, I don't think we have. Yeah, no kidding. All right. Have you brewed uh, Janet's Tasty anywhere other than Russian River professionally? Not me. It
4: has been has been brewed professionally, but not me.
1: Mm-hmm. Do he, s- doesn't, he doesn't want us to do
3: it. He wants it exclusively really? with uh, Vinny. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't,
1: know. Well, maybe, I don't I don't think Vinny named any t- fermenters after you. I'm just saying. <laughs> maybe know.
3: maybe do a, like an English <laughs> style, like an English version of Janet's with Heretic. Oh, like an English Janet's. Yeah. Less hoppy, mm. you know. I like a that little variation. American
2: base, English East, mm. or yeah. vice versa.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Collaboration
3: coming up, and Moscow will brew with you. Oh my god! I, and that's I your ever. opportunity that's, for the boil. Yes, that's Man. my favorite. Yeah, English
1: we've, we've been working on um, getting. Uh, so we, when we started, we were buying thirty barrel fermenters, which is a giant mistake. Is that not enough or too big? Well. It's a giant mistake because uh, – so we have uh, 30 – there's 37 barrels. Our brew plant's 37 barrels. And you never – the thing I learned is you never want to buy a fermenter the size of your brew plant. What a, You need to get twice as big. Always buy twice – at least twice as big. Because you if don't you batch it. it. Just half fill it till yeah, you're ready. You can half fill it and just brew that. If you only want to brew one batch, then, well, there you go. And it'll be just fine. And then – if you, when you need the space, you've got the extra space and you could double batch and, you know, brew twice as much. And double your production. Yeah. Without replacing the tank or adding more tanks. So having a tank the size of your brew plant is exact, a waste. Exact wrong size. Yeah. Yeah. So never buy that. but Always buy a double size. So anyways, we've had these 30s because, you know, I started not really knowing anything either. Uh, we had these 30 barrel fermenters and uh, we've been replacing them with 60 barrel fermenters. Um, I got a good deal on some 60-barrel fermenters, and so we've been swapping them out. Um, and that'll allow us to... Now, instead of constantly trying to brew like all our porters in the 30s, we can actually just use a couple of the 60s and brew enough porter to keep up. And we the, the hope is I'll have an empty 30-barrel fermenter. I've replaced three of them. The fourth one is named after Charlie Bamforth. It's got Charlie on it, and he will not let me ever get rid of that fermenter so charlie remains bamforth was was by today as a matter of fact He came by and said nice. nice and uh so in that fermenter i figure every month we should be able to brew a special release or a collaboration or something that's my goal there you so go So every that fermenter just does collabs and special releases <laughs> so we could do a whole bunch more of them now nice that's that's my goal that's my plan huh Huh? I like it. Huh? Sounds great. The collaboration right. movement. Draft Otherwise, only, of course. Pretty much. Pretty much.
3: Maybe the uh, the English version of Janet's can be like Jeanette's Brown. J-A-N-E-T-T-E, <laughs> like yeah. you know, a little English flavor. Give it a little bit of English character. Yeah, like, or Jan- Jan-
1: like Janet isn't yeah. a uh, an English yeah, yeah, name like in it. the first yeah. place.
3: Yeah. I was thinking of variations.
1: <laughs> we can do a French version. journée. <laughs> yeah, French. Jeanet's Brown.
2: Right. Kid, uh... The Janus usually tends to be a little higher gravity, right? Well, let's say six percent?
4: six and a half or
2: yeah. so. Yeah. So do like a five. Yeah, but it, I'll, I'll tell you, yeah. it
1: climbed over the years. It really yeah. has, Seriously. because back, I remember those back, days. It was, it used to be like five percent every Friday night. Oh, you know? no, 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 then no, it was five, no. five and a half. You could yeah, have then three. Then it was big like calls. Five, six. It then was five six. eight. Five. Then it was six. Then it was six two. Then it was six five. Then it was like seven
4: it's eight. It's seven and nine now. Yeah. Yeah. It's six five in brewing classic
1: styles. So hey hey well well there is an imperial version that is that's the that is the Russian correct version the one in brewing classic styles. I get people asking me this all the time. They go like, yeah. I hear all sorts of what's, recipes for Janet's Brown. Which one's the right one? You know, it doesn't match what's in brewing classic. Styles. I'm like the one in brewing classic styles is the it. correct one. That's right. That's the one. It's all myth. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's the one to brew. <laughs> yep. Damn it. Oh well. All right. Let's uh, take our last break, and when we come back, we'll wrap up with our thoughts on Northern Ice Brown after this
0: beer tasting games that train your palate, a brewery locator and the brand new interactive beer style guide. These are just a few of the awesome things you'll find on craftbeer.com The style guide is a beautiful example of technology and beer. Browse beer style families or turn on the automatic beer style finder and explore beer through color, bitterness ABV, aroma and flavor It's really the coolest way to explore every beer style besides having them all in front of you. Go to craft craftbeer.com and click on beer styles to start the guide plus enjoy the rest of craftbeer.com the brewer's banter blogs beer education how to host a beer tasting and the invaluable draft quality manual tons of great content that makes your beer better visit the new craftbeer.com right now and explore the website that brings you all the passion camaraderie and creativity of the craft beer community craftbeer.com celebrating the best of american beer if you don't know Yeast Man, you're missing out. White Labs
6: Yeast Manager, Yeast Man, is available free to any brewer. Yeast Man is your direct link to White Lab's yeast production facility. Yes, you can check yeast availability and yes, you can place an order. But Yeast Man is much more. View Yeast quality control and analytical reports. See your big QC Day entries and reports. Get access to the entire White Lab's catalog, specials on overruns of freshly made yeast, and customized options for your account. Yeast Man is the only real-time online ordering in the business connected directly to factory production. Yeast Yeast Man is always on and always live. It's the largest online marketplace for specialty brewers' yeast and related products. Visit yeastman.com today and tap directly into White Labs production
0: facility. Gonna brew? Yeast Man to the rescue. National Homebrew Conference is coming up this summer, and More Beer wants to send you. To celebrate 20 years of serving homebrewers, More Beer is giving away two full pass registrations to the 2015 National Homebrew Conference, June 10th through 13th. That's right, two full passes, full access to all the presentations, Club Night and Pro Brewers Night, two seats to the Grand Banquet and Award Ceremony, two one-year membership gift cards to the American Homebrewers Association, four-night stay at the beautiful town and country resort, round-trip airfare to and from the San Diego airport, two VIP passes to the Brewing Network's own anniversary party, a $250 prepaid Visa gift card for food and your other expenses, and dinner with the More Beer crew. Visit morebeer.com for all the details, and to enter, you can enter once a day through April 15th, and the winner will be drawn on April 25th. If you've already purchased your registration to the event and ceased to the Grand Banquet, those fees can be refunded. Enter today at morebeer.com. Adventures in Homebrewing have the knowledge and expertise to craft their own gear and original recipes. Some of the things homebrewing.org creates and manufactures in-house are the Brutus brew stands and propane burners, the serial killer adjustable two-roller grain mill with seven-pound hopper, custom stainless steel false bottoms designed to fit kegels, coolers, and mini-sized brew pots. The brewers at Adventures in Homebrewing have designed a huge selection of original recipes for extract and all-grain brewing. Adventures in Home Brewing original recipes are tried and tested, proven to be of the best quality. And right now, Adventures in Home Brewing is shipping 24 of their best recipes for free. Visit homebrewing.org for the most current selection. Once you try one of Adventures in Home Brewing recipes, you'll keep coming back for more. And now, it's even easier with free shipping on these kits. Brewing Network listeners receive 10% off their homebrewing.org orders when they use coupon code IPA at checkout. See terms and conditions for full details. Back to Jamil, tasty, and this is brewing with style.
1: All
2: right, give us a bite
1: of that. my recipe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> any any final thoughts about? Uh, I do. English?
2: Yeah. Can you substitute out a Kerastan malt from a Crystal Forty? No. Uh, sure, sure. Or maybe like
1: throw in some Car in there. Over right, there. right, right. Well, yeah, I think that's a good point. Um, you know, we both had you know very similar ingredients. Or especially malts. I think you can get away with just a uh, you know a dark like a uh, a little bit of a uh, brown malt, a little bit of you know or pale chocolate or something. You know, one kind of toasty biscuity malt, and then some caramel malt. And uh, I think you know you can turn out a pretty pretty respectable uh, Northern English brown. And you know, like you're saying, some Munich or Cara Munich, or you know, a little bit of creativity. I think that's where a lot of the uh, the, the beer is distinguished. And uh, you know, most especially fermentation. Absolutely.
2: <clears throat> I got to buy some of that West Yorkshire.
1: Oh, yeah. That sounds good. Why Only y huh? West Yorkshire. Mm. Yep. And you get that at Northern Brewer, right? Uh, yeah, you can get that at our fine sponsor, Northern Brewer. There yes. you go. I think uh, you can get all our ingredients for uh, the style at Northern Brewer, northernbrewer.com. Check them out. They got uh, all the goodies there. Um, And... Uh, there you go. Brew it and drink it, like he's, like John likes to say. <laughs> it's just beer. It's just beer. <laughs> it's just beer. Brew it make and
3: it. drink it. Drink it. I really, I, I don't want my uh, uh, Je- uh, Jeanette's Brown uh, via Heretic uh, to just go in one ear and out the other. Yeah, Can you right. make that happen? Right. Please. Please. Right. Uh, take that 30-barrel. I don't know. Yeah. Get, get Moscow out there.
1: That's a tasty. Hey, Well, well, well I, I would like to uh, invite every single uh, brewcaster to... Uh, participate in a their own collaboration brew at heretic sweet and uh oh. that has been my plan all along it's just getting enough uh, fermenter space
3: to do it can mine be uh, a difficulty. evil twin the red i mean you, you insist on a ginger it's uh, mine's already being made i think we make a beer with ginger in it i think that that would be <laughs> we can do that
1: for you uh, and I'll tell you what you can do for us. Check out our fine sponsors, Northern the Brewer. Check out uh, the other shows on the Brewing Network. Check out the Brewing Network store. Lots of goodies in there. slash store. Find books, hats, uh, sweatshirts, uh, glassware, all sorts of goodies Dollars in there. Dollars or $5 off, I think. There you go. All lots, this month. Lots of goodies. So check them out. And uh, until then, Brew Strong, everybody. And all.